You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 100 of Aging Starts Now. I'm Deborah King, one of the elder care coordinators at Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law. Joining me is fellow elder care coordinator, Patty Bedwell. The elder care coordinators help Takis McGinnis clients with care coordination and teach them and their families how to advocate for better care for themselves or their loved ones. Today, Patty and I are talking about why you should attend a care plan meeting. So, Patty, why don't we start out by describing what a care plan meeting is and why you need one? All righty, that seems like the perfect place to start. A care plan meeting, and this is for people uh, mainly in nursing homes. Assisted livings will also have care plans, but most of what I'm, I'm going to be talking about will pertain to the nursing home care plans. But a care plan meeting is where all the disciplines in the facility, that's nursing, dietary, uh, therapy, activities, social services, they all come together to discuss the resident's plan of care. What does that resident need? What do we need to know about that resident to adequately provide for their care? And they meet with the families, and it's just a way to know, keep up on what's going on. It also acts as kind of like a roadmap for any of the nursing staff that come in to care for this person. They know what to do. Everything is written down in that care plan as to what should happen for that that particular person. So how many family members can attend the care plan meetings and can the resident attend? Uh, Yes, it's it's written uh, within the regulations that the resident is always to be invited to attend uh, and participate in the care plan. Uh, And if you think about it, it is their plan of care. So it's very appropriate that they should be involved in it. Um, But if they're not able to, or if they want their families with them, they can do that as well. Their representative can represent them in that care plan meeting. Um, As far as the number of family members, that kind of depends on the facility. Right now, um, since the pandemic, Many of the care plan meetings have gone to uh, phone uh, uh, meetings, phone conferences or video conferences as opposed to in-person meetings. So, um, you know, there's that limitation. But generally, if there's three family members that want to attend and have input, then, you know, they should be allowed to attend. Do you go to care plan meetings as an elder care coordinator? I do. I do. Um, I'm always available to do that if the family would like. There are times when the facility doesn't really like for an outsider to come. 
Um, but for the most part, that's that's usually not too big a, a, a hump to overcome. And yes, I do enjoy attending care plan meetings, if for no other reason than I like for the resident to know that they have that support. So it's not just the staff talking to to the resident. How often do they have care plan meetings? How do I know when it's scheduled? Well, um, as far as when you will know when the care plan meetings are scheduled, um, the facility is obligated to let you know when those uh, care plan meetings are, are done. So in most facilities, the social worker will send out a, uh, a letter to the families letting them know when their care plan meeting will be held. It'll give the time and the date and usually tell you what the duration of that meeting is. Uh, families need to know that if they're not able to come at that uh, determined time, they need to contact the facility, the facility to make alternate arrangements. Care plan must be provided at a time convenient to the family to attend. Um, as far as when they do them, when a person is first admitted to a, to a nursing home, the nursing staff has 48 hours to get that baseline care plan done. That gives them a little bit of time to figure out what it is nursing-wise that this, this resident needs. And then after that, <clears throat> the rest of the care plan team has two weeks to develop that comprehensive care plan. Once the care plan is developed, again, this is when someone first is admitted, they usually meet with the family for a care plan at about um, three to four weeks into the stay. And then from there, they'll do quarterly care plan meetings. They're also to have care plan meetings whenever there is a significant change in the resident. And that can be either an improvement or a decline. And those things, if they are significant enough that it makes a change on their care plan, that also signals to the staff that they need to set up a care plan meeting. So the family and the resident should always be informed of what's going on with the care plan. So if my loved one should happen to go to the hospital and spend a few days there, when they come back, does that schedule start all over again or do we just go back to the regular care plan? Well, that usually, it kind of depends. If they just went out and there was no uh, real change in, in their treatment plan or what's going on with them, they may opt to, it, it may not rise to the level of a significant change indicating a need for a new care plan meeting, but they usually want to speak with the family and the resident just to kind of, you know, touch base again to just let them know things are status quo and, and uh, you know, no changes in the care plan. Often, though, when someone does come back from the hospital, um, there will be a significant change, whether it's weight loss or they're no longer able to bear weight or whatever it might be. And there again, that would indicate a need for a, a care plan meeting, as well as updates to the, to the care plan itself. 
the, the care plan is a very fluid document. It should be because um, we change. You know, the things that we need and do on a daily basis sometimes change. And that care plan needs to change along with us. So a little more specific, what kinds of things are on the care plan? Like what I eat or whether I want to play bingo or what? Yep. All those things will be included in that. It is really a comprehensive um person-centered care plan. So some of the things that they'll go over, uh, nursing will talk about what medications the person is on, you know, whether there have been changes in those medications. Do we feel like they've been working? If there's been new medications added, maybe for different behaviors or anxieties, things like that. Are they making a difference? Do we need to, you know, make additional changes to that. They'll go over all of the doctor's orders uh, for therapy. If there's therapy going on, someone from therapy will, uh, will speak on their progress or their lack of progress, how long they think therapy will continue. Uh, the dietary people will be there uh, to discuss their eating, uh, making sure that they are uh, getting the food that they like. Maybe they need to make sure that they're getting the right diet, you know, or want to make sure the resident is able to, uh, you know, continue on the same diet that they were on before. Social services is involved, you know, to handle any kind of uh, issues that might come up and just kind of make sure that everything is going along fine and that there's no changes that need to be made. Uh, and activities is also involved, and they, they're involved to let you know if your loved one is, in fact, attending bingo, or are there things that your, your loved one might like that, you know, is not being offered. So it really tries to, tries to touch all the different aspects of the resident's life. So who sees the care plan well, um, all the, the nurses, uh, the people at the MDS office, uh, they're the ones that will actually write the care plan for nursing. And that's um, <clears throat> the MDS is a form that they fill out. It's minimum data set is what it's called. And that sets up what the triggers are that actually makes it onto the care plan. So that care plan then is shared with nursing so that the nurses, you know, they're aware of everything that's supposed to be going on with that resident. Each discipline that has input in that care plan will also have copies of their care plan and what their goals are so they know what they're always supposed to be working towards. Ideally, the care plan is what the staff follows to take care of my loved one in the facility. It mm -hmm. tells them what medicines I'm on, what activities I do, special needs, diets, things like that. Yes. And, and it's a place to track changes. So it sounds like it's real important to for family members and significant others to attend care plan meetings. 
It, it really is. And it's also, you know, it's about the only time that you have all of the key players in one room where you have the opportunity to talk to them. So if you have any concerns about things that are going on or maybe suggestions about things that the staff could do differently for your loved one or even for yourself if you're the resident, a care plan is the best time to bring those things up because you know they'll be heard. You can, you know, have a back and forth discussion on them and figure out what steps to take to make those things happen. What if I'm not able to attend the care plan? Do I get a copy of it? You can request a copy of the care plan. And families should also, if they would like a copy of the care plan, you know, they should uh, they should be able to get that as well. Now, I'm talking about like the health care power of attorney or the resident themselves. Um, that way they can kind of keep up a little bit on what's going on too and know what the expectations are for all the different um, disciplines and people in the facility. What if I think they're not following the care plan? Like, you know, I'm on a diabetic diet and I get cake and jello every meal. Well, that's uh, that's a very good thing to bring up in a care plan meeting, but you, you also need to know that just because care plan meetings are scheduled at, you know, quarterly or, or, you know, there's a regimented schedule for them, you can request to meet with a care plan team at any time. So if you are getting jello and cake on your tray every for a, a lunch and dinner, maybe that is a time that you call and talk with someone. Start off talking with the social worker. And ask her, you know, do we do we need to do a care plan meeting? This is what's going on. Who do I need to talk to about this? And then let them develop or let them figure out, you know, the best way to handle that that problem. Never keep a, a concern to yourself. If you have a concern about your loved one in a facility, um, it's always best to voice it because they can't really take care of anything that they don't know about. And care plans are a great time to bring things out. That's really good information, Patty. I appreciate your spending the time today. That's it for today's episode, and we thank our listeners. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com. Document downloads, the Take Us McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. 
we would love your feedback on the show. Aging starts now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 